Well, hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back or welcome to Ida May's Cafe. I am your host, Ida May, and today, Hante, today we're going to be discussing animal spiritual connection, and I'll be sharing a little bit of my dog's um, transition with you guys and some of the experiences that I've had. So we're going to hear a brief little message, and I'll see you very shortly. Well, hello, 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 my lovely human beings. Welcome to today's episode. Sending you all lots of love, light, blessings, all blessings, and blessings of the motherfucking lessons because, you know, they're a part of our motherfucking, you know, ascension. So, today we're going to be discussing uh, spiritual connection with animals. Um, what's that look like and I'll be sharing some of my experiences with my animal with you guys as well as you know what had led up to um, you know what I am currently dealing with so um, just to start off I just wanted to let you guys know that you know we do share a special bond with animals animals you know have this very divine purpose and you know they're here on this planet to fulfill that purpose and coming into our life we're probably like oh well we picked them it's really the animal picked us you know what I mean it may not seem that way but it's definitely in that way um, but coming into our life as like messengers and guides of love and light and being in the current moment of awareness it's like how can I say it's like uh, coming into like teach you something about yourself and you know show you something along the journey so um, you know some don't believe you know that animals actually feel or maybe have a consciousness or you know they don't get sad or they don't experience emotions the way we do but it's quite the contrary because they surely do. Um, research has also been done to uh, furthermore show this and you know the current reality that we live in. So um, animals do have a consciousness and are able to feel different emotions and you know we must treat all types of life forms on this planet with the utmost motherfucking respect. And with the utmost love, animals you know, come to this realm of life with a purpose and they're wanting to carry this out and, you know, are here to help you and help us to understand certain things and walking alongside of us as we continue this journey that we're on. And it's just like, um, we have this, like, um, 
you know, we have them as well as guides, you know what I mean? We have spirit guides, we have angels, we also have animal guides, and being us as humans, you know, we, we very, very much carry this very deep-rooted, um, um, relationship and it's like even as we spend time you know with animals it's very beneficial even on both ends you know what I mean for you for the animal for you together as like one um, being on a physio physiological level emotional level and research has been done to confirm this many 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 of times you know what I mean so it's pretty wild, um, you know, what all factors into these deeply rooted, connected um, bonds that we share with animals. And animals do come into our lives to show us, you know, this unrestricted type of love. And there's nothing fake or phony about it. You know what I mean? If your cat or your dog or, you know, your lizard, whatever the case may be, whatever your fur friend or animal friend is, um, you know, they can't fake emotions. They're constantly in the present moment. Um, so if a cat's not fucking with you, it's going to probably like back your hand. You know what I mean? Like meow, not right now, bitch, not in the mood or, you know, showing physical emotion, um, that's visible to the human eye to see and let you get some type of indication about what type of emotion the animal is carrying. But we'll get into that in a minute. So, um, you know, us as humans, like I said, we do share this deep, deep ass relationship. And it's like animals come into our life, like I said, to show us this love that's there's no standard to be meant to receive this love and some some researchers have even seen a human and animal exchange of a hormone that's like shared between a mother and a newborn child which would make sense about how deeply the bond can get you know if we take a step back and like look at animals animals are literally in the present moment they're not thinking about you know, the shit that we're thinking about, like, oh, I gotta wash clothes, I gotta do, you know, I gotta fucking clean the house later, make dinner, do, 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 do. No, they're literally thinking and being in the present moment at all times, and it's such a beautiful thing, and it's like, damn, you know, we could really learn something from this, because a lot of the times we have a lot of trouble being in the present moment, especially in this state of era um, on this planet, right? So, it's always they're in this present moment and like I said we forget that and they connect to nature naturally in the essence and it's like we also have this nonverbal you know connection you know what I mean people are like how do you how the fuck are you so close with your animal you know you don't talk or anything and it's like you share this connection with a sentient being that is here giving you a deep loving unrestricted unrequited love or excuse me i said unrequited i misspoke like a motherfucker with that didn't i that's completely the opposite um it's most of the time you feel that kind of with uh human beings rather than animals right um you know because with human connection we ultimately place people on um different spectrums like 
or different even levels and we're like oh well you know to hang out with uh billy bob and Jeanette and whomever you know we gotta have a porsche and a, and a rolex watch you know what i mean and it's like animals aren't like that they don't give a fuck what the fuck you got they're like you know we're here we're ride or dying with you you know what i mean always by your side in your most vulnerable moments, your darkest moments, your happiest moments. And they're there to share that with you. And it's like also giving you that extra push, like you got this, you got this. You may not think you do. And they know they can pick up energetically how you're feeling. If you ever notice like when you're not feeling too well or you feel a little down in the dumps or, you know, something of that, um, you know, or even happy, excited. They share those moments with you. And it's like you have an exchange of different chemicals. So, you know, you have this nonverbal connection. And it's like, it's like, what the fuck kind of sacred bond is this? You know, it's very sacred and deeply rooting. You're just like, how is this even possible? But our connection with animals is very beneficial even to our emotional state you know um as it is to theirs so it's a beautiful connection like i mean come on even the interactions like with the new like with new moms you know what i mean if you have a newborn baby interactions with an animal like a dog it helps their immunity to fight off more motherfucking infections. I mean, just to think about it is wild, right? And like um, certain health disorders and like interactions with the brain, it affects the chemistry. You know what I mean? When you have these interactions with like a dog, you know, there's, if you have a health disorder or you have an um, interaction this is going to affect the brain chemistry, but also help lower your blood pressure while lowering your... I cannot speak with these motherfucking transits. While also lower, lowering your risk of cardiovascular disease while also benefiting our physiological health. And it's a long-term thing. You know what I mean? Even like sitting here talking about it, it's like, wow. It's fucking nuts. So you may be thinking like how do i have such a connection with an animal a sentient being if they have no conversation for me we have a non-verbal connection but it's very much telepathic okay if you ever notice that you know exactly what the hell your animal wants by a look a body movement yeah you're picking up what they're laying down and like um you could tell exactly what they need what they like what they don't like you know what i mean you're on it and it's it's, it's very wild because we all have this intuitive ability as our gift, but we don't even realize that in these interactions, we're using that in these connections. And even like when our animal friends crosses over and they're like still staying around and doing our bonding, even after they have been deceased, the connection between is never leaves. Even after, like, even after the physical body is gone, does not leave. And that's where I'm going to come in and, like, share some of the things that, you know, I've been experiencing. So, just a little quick backstory. 
Um, you know, my dog was adopted. She was a older uh, lady, okay? And, you know, she uh, shared some of the same things um, that I feared, she feared as well. So we bonded on that level when we first met, you know, and she really helped me break out of my shell with my anxiety and some of the other things like, um, you know, my social anxiety and things of that nature. And like she helped to, you know, she really helped me flourish and bust out of my shell. It made me feel very confident in what I was doing and um i couldn't be more thankful for her um so you know we both came out of our shell together she comforted me i comforted her and um you know after a while um you know i want to say this past july she started slowing up and my girl was you know 11 years old but she was young at heart she loved to go on hikes she just loved to be with me, and I would take her everywhere that I went. Um, you know, she was always checking up on me, like, you know, just like motherly, like, you know what I mean? Like, hey, what are you in here doing? I'm going to follow you everywhere you go. All right. So even like um, every moment she shared with me, and that was beautiful, just the same as my cat. My cat is now 10 years old, um, you know, and he's experienced many of some moments with me and um you know has brought me so much joy and happiness uh, as those all my animals have um you know so me and my dog i noticed that she started like doing like this odd thing like when she was running she would fall over and her head would go straight back her legs would become stiff so of course one takes one to the vet right so we take her to the vets and they're like you know um heart murmur um you know something of this nature fluid on the lungs here's a prescription take the prescription she should be fine okay and um so i did that and um you know a little while had passed and i noticed that she's not as active as she used to be so i'm like is it old age is it catching up what is the issue so she started doing this thing again they were like oh this is normal she is like having blood pumped backwards instead of going forward she should be fine after the heart medication all right so that's what we did um you know gave it to her she you know seem to be taking it fine and then it turns into you know later on my dog is now you know pissing blood um she is pissing blood like when i tell you it's a lot and i mean it's a lot so take her back to the vet they're like, she has a UTI, here's some meds. I'm like, okay, how the fuck did she get a UTI? Um, mind you, this was like 72 hours after leaving. Um, so now it's a UTI, okay, and heart murmurs. All right. So, well, the heart murmur thing was in July. So the heart murmur and that so the heart medication was in july and then speed up a couple months here and um 
you know, take her back to the vet because she's pissing blood. So it turns into, okay, she has a UTI 72 hours later, take her back to the vet. It is now, um, she has some type of cancer, um, and it is terminal, okay, and now she has one day to live. So, I was not expecting to take my dog to the vet and hear some shit like that, right? Not one uh, takes her, you know, for a UTI and then comes back and then is giving, like, a death date for their animal. And when being asked, excuse me, when being asked multiple times, um, would you like to put your dog down? The answer is absolutely fucking no. Now, I was going to do emergency surgery, but there was not a surgeon in for six days after they gave my dog one day um, to live. All right. So they wanted me to take her somewhere, you know, an hour away, which wouldn't have been a problem. But the thing is, she has terminal cancer now. Okay. And there was blood tests, blood work done prior, and this was not found. And x-rays, okay? This, nothing was found. Nothing was, but now there's terminal cancer, okay? So, of course, I'm like, um, what can I do? What can I do? You know, emergency emergency surgery was kind of off the table until six days later. Is she going to even be alive to make that surgery to save her life? Um, and the answer is, you know, they were like, if we do the surgery, she will only have you know, three days to live, and I'm sitting here discussing with my mother, and my mother's like, she should not be put through that. If you open some, open anybody up with cancer like that, it could spread, it can kill her. Why would you, would you want to put her through that after what she's already dealing with? And I'm like, the answer is absolutely not. Um, and I was asked multiple times, you know, do you, would you like to have the dog put down? You know, why at a vet visit? No, the answer is no, because I don't believe in that. And I'm not shaming anybody who takes that route. But for me, um, I just knew my dog would want to spend her remaining days with me. Excuse me. Um, so after that diagnosis, she was alive for three more days. Um, and those three days were very hard. Um, they were very hard watching her go through that. And um, she couldn't eat. She could not use the bathroom. Um, she couldn't make a bowel movement. She couldn't piss, um, couldn't eat, couldn't drink anything. So... She, I was giving her water through a syringe and trying to feed her, you know, certain stuff, and it just was not happening. And she was very thankful that I was giving her water through a syringe and lathering her mouth up and things of that. And of course, you know, giving her the love and attention that she needed. So I was like very much focused on her for those um, days, and I spent every moment with her. Um, because I did not want to miss out on anything. Um, so on that third day, uh, she transcended. But there was, and that was very hard for me. 
and I'm still not like, you know, still not over missing her physical presence. I actually got her ashes back today. Um, and this dog, when I tell you she was up my ass when she was here in the physical, she is still up my ass in the spiritual. Um, she is well around me and she makes it well known. Um, I will share this. Um, even when our pets do cross over, that bond does not end there. They become one of your guides, one of your protectors. Um, and, you know, I was very much saddened by her leaving. I was a mess. Um, you know, I was very... Like now, this is how I was way worse. Um, so that's why I didn't record anything last, you know, the last week because I was emotionally not there for it. And mentally, my time and energy wanted to be spent with her. So that's what I chose to do. Um, but after she transcended, well, before she had transcended the two nights, I was singing to her. Um, three little birds bye bye Marley and I kept singing it to her I'm like you know don't worry about a thing and you know the rest um, and I would sing that verse to her and she would look up at me you know and like give me this little look and I have videos of me and her you know from beginning to end but as we got up to the ending, I was having conversations with her and I said, you know, when you get to where you're going, come let mama know, you know, you got to where you need to go. And I was like, can you do that, please? And she like took mustard up all the strength that she had. And she looked up at me and gave me this like, look like, oh, yeah, I will, mama. You know what I mean? Like, I got you. So after she had transcended, which is going to sound pretty fucking wild. And I, I literally caught all these moments on camera. So after she had transcended, a big gust of birds flew past the window. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I grabbed my phone. This is crazy. I'm like, because I'm upset and I'm thinking, you know, this is a sign because I am very spiritual. So... I was like three little birds, you know, because there's a gust of birds and one by one, just three out of all these birds come up to the porch. And if you ever heard the song, three little birds, you would understand <laughs> what I'm talking about. Um, it was such a clarification, um, and a signal and a sign to let me know that, Hey, I'm all right. And, um, even after that, I was getting messages from her, um, just different little things. I would hear her little nails. Um, I was, I, I went outside to like, um, do some yard work. And, uh, there was a little, a bit of stuff in the, like the, uh, street or whatever. So I went to go pick it up and there was like some trash, you know, a couple of pieces of something. And I don't, you know, I'm not a litter bug. So, you, you know, I went the fuck over there and I picked it up. And there was this little butterfly, and I thought it was like a fucking Barbie dress or something. And I was like, what the hell is that? It was actually a little pink hair clip, and it had a bejeweled butterfly on it. And I was like, oh. So I go back into my yard, and I walk up 
to throw this stuff, this debris in the garbage. And uh, lo and behold, there is a motherfucking butterfly and it just hops up on my hand. Did not want to leave. Um, stayed with me for about three, a good three minutes. I was like, wow, this is definitely a sign. Go back up to my porch. There is a, I come back out, there is a fucking cat chilling on the porch. It's following me around my yard. Um, you know, and there's also a little gravestone for a childhood cat that passed away outside and um, just, you know, casually lays on the gravesite like that, you know what I mean? And looking at me like, what's going on, bitch? You know, I'm here to bring you comfort type of look. So I also took that as a sign that my dog was like, hey, you know what I mean? I'm still around. And, you know, like I've just been getting like a whole bunch of different signs. And it's very beautiful. It's very comforting. Um, and, you know, even though she's not here physically, I still feel her presence around bringing comfort to me. And, um, you know, she's like, she she's even made dream visitations and, you know, basically running around, like, enjoying herself and, you know, very wild shit, you know what I mean? Um, some things, it's just, I don't know, it's so wild, but I just wanted to say, um, I just wanted to say this because I feel like this would help somebody out there. If you guys ever start to notice that your animal is doing something that's um, out of the normal for them, maybe sleeping too much, maybe drinking too much water or something of that nature, please, um, you know, take them to be seen um, because it's better to be safe than sorry. Do a little routine checkup with someone that you trust as a provider for your animal. Um, you know, because I did get um, some really fucked up news at, you know, just out of left pocket, which was very devastating, un unexpected, and, and just, you know, very uh, unfortunate. Um, you know, so make sure that whomever you're taking your pet to is trusted really intentionally, like really wants to help animals because there's a lot of people out here that love to help animals, but also there is a lot of people who will try to, you know, just get the, the quick buck, get you in, get you out type of deal. Just make sure that, you know, whoever you're taking your animal to is a good trusted provider, loves animals, and, you know, there's a lot of people out here who do love animals and they do help save um, their lives. And, you know, it's really, uh, it's really unfortunate what I experienced. Um, and I wouldn't really, I don't wish that on, I would not, never wish that anything like this on anybody. It's just like, it's, I can't even explain to you the pain that I felt from it, uh, you know, but I thought that I just, you know, again, if you see anything different in your animal and um, you take them to the vet and they're still experiencing that, 
make sure you're fucking, um, you know, taking note of certain things and making sure you can trust the provider that you're taking them to. Um, because if you can catch something early enough, you can definitely save a life. So that's my message for today. These are beautiful, um, beings that come into our life and, you know, if they can bring us love and care, you know, um, we need to at least be very mindful. It's the same for us. Like we wouldn't go to somebody like any old crackpot, you know what I mean? I don't even go to the doctors because, um, you know, not saying anything about anybody who does, but I don't get sick. Thank goodness, knock on wood. Um, but it's always good to know who you're dealing with, even, even if it's just like for humans, you know what I mean? That's very important as well. So be very mindful, um, you know, look through information and, uh, reviews and things of that nature are very helpful. And, uh, that's my message for today, guys. I'm sending you all lots of love, light, blessings of blessings and blessings and the motherfucking lessons because they are a bitch. All right. I'll see you guys on the next one. And before I go, I would just like to say a special thank you um, to my mother for being and helping the, with the transition of my dog and my aunt as well. Um, thank you, queens. I appreciate you so much. Um, and everybody out there be safe be sane and stay sanitized rewind and i'll see you next time